I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We started. We started the podcast. Okay, you ready? We just started. Uh, what do you mean we started? You, well, welcome everyone back to... You just start everything. You're like a, you're premature... Mm, yeah, no. you, you you always want to skip the gun. You're immature. No, not immature. Yeah, you are. No, no, yeah. you're premature. What you want to do always is you want to jump ahead. You want to start things before they even begun. If anything, I am not. I'm the opposite of premature. I'm I'm sustained and consistent. You chuck the chicken in the oven before you preheat it. What? Yeah, that's what you do. I have an arga. You 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 boil the 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 eggs before the water is hot. I mean, that's actually impossible. Too many cooks spoil the broth. That is true, unless it's a really big broth. <laughs> and then you need more, more hands, the better. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sort of details of our lives. Join me, as always, is Francis Paul. Hello, Francis. Hello, and welcome back to Private Parts episode. Bleep. Episode what? What episode is it? I don't know. You don't know what episode it is? Well, let's pr- probably not talk about what episode it is. <laughs> 55. <laughs> um, it's fifty. episode 55. So Tom uh, isn't here today. He's not. Tom has moved on to uh, bigger and better things. He's uh, to greener pastures. Uh, that's it. And so we want to let all of our listeners know that uh, from now on a Private Parts podcast, uh, we are just going to be me, Francis, and the guest. So what we decided to do today is, because we love you listeners, it would just be back to the original, just you and me. Buddy. Yeah, which is, you know, actually in the spirit, no pun intended, of, uh, of why we started the podcast in the first place. So. Why did we want to start the podcast? Because, because we, I suppose we haven't really like ventured back to why we had at the beginning, right? Well, because we have always, well, you know, since we've lived together, I think we've always... Um, you just love talking about living with me. Yeah, God, you just—I think we, uh, we. How we, much did you love living with me? We, yes, I mean it was it was uh, it was actually great. I loved it. The funnest time of your life, probably one of the funnest times of my life. Yeah, of yeah. your life, yeah. Thought, yeah, yeah, not yours. Well, it, no, it was of my my whole life is just fun, just for you. I what, look back upon it with uh, with fond memories, uh, but but what I wanted to say is that we, I think, have um, we know each other so well that we have just the funniest conversations. And we wanted to kind of record those, right? I remember that was why we started it down in France when we said, okay, well, let's go in this closet and try and create a, uh, a podcast from scratch. You went in the closet and then came out the closet? Yeah, that was, I teed that one up for you, but it wasn't, you didn't even <laughs> knock it out of the park. You just came. Yeah, I did. That was a home run. You came out the closet? Yeah. I, I stayed in there. You came out there. Uh, oh, well, I'm glad you're finally admitting that. <laughs> or was that actually a Freudian slip? <laughs> Yeah, what are you doing? Nothing. I don't think those Barocca things are actually as... I think you you piss out most of those. What do you mean vitamin C? I get all my vitamin C from chilies. You do? Yeah. No, listen, the reason why... Chilies like- have more vitamin C than any per, per parts per million well, than the- any other... Um, any other sort of vegetable or fruit or whatever. Well, the reason why I like Barocca is because it kind of wakes me up in the morning and it's vitamin C. 
Yeah, but and vitamin D and all the vitamins. Most of the vitamin C that you uh, you eat from your, your normal foods, you actually is is all you need, and anything else you'll piss out. So it, basically, you're it's, you're just drinking expensive piss. <laughs> you know, you know what vitamin D gets rid of. What uh, what does vitamin D or get prevents? Rid? Yeah, herpes. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think it does, actually. It does. Vitamin D prevents herpes, supposedly. So if you have herpes then and you drink vitamin C or D, um, you get rid of it. Not that I'm drinking... Listeners, just do not take that advice. Uh, <laughs> but this it is the, will not protect you from herpes. But this is the problem I have at the moment, Francis, is that like I've become so neurotic about... Everything. Health? No, not about everything. Just about health. Like I'm constantly worried. Like for example, I've been super but, but tired you, over the past few days. But you're obviously not doing very much research into it. If you think that drinking a Barocca is going to save your, save your, your body. No, it's not going to save my body. I'm not saying Barocca is going to save my body. I'm just saying that if I was to contract herpes, I would take vitamin D or B or whatever the vitamin it is, whatever's in Barocca, and that's you said it prevents it. It doesn't prevent if you've already, it. If you've just contracted it, you're gonna that's, this, uh, closing the paddock door after the horse has bolted, as this. Yeah, but from 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 hey, from what I've heard, okay, from mm. what I've heard, if you have herpes and you want it to, because it comes back, right? Isn't that what it does? You have it and then it disappears and it comes back. Well, and, you're the expert. <laughs> I'm not an expert. To all our listeners out there, I'm not saying that I have herpes, by the way. I don't have herpes. But I'm just sort of suggesting that if it, it doesn't come back, if you Undiagnosed, stop, isn't it? It's not undiagnosed. I don't have herpes. But if you want to know what uh, vitamins you should take... Okay. <clears throat> okay. If you want to be in 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 well, this thing so help me because shape. I'm honestly I, I'm super not, and I think a lot of people out there when we get Vit- to certain, vitamins and supplements. Well, this is the thing. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's so true. And probably a lot of our listeners have this. When we're kids and when we're younger, and we were talking about this with with our buddies earlier, right? Is that when we're younger, we have like I don't know, like a cough or a a, a thing or whatever it is, <laughs> and we don't give a shit about it. We don't care. But as soon as we get to a certain age, we go, oh my God, I've got like a sore throat. Is that this? Or I've got a lump here. Is that, what's that? Or I'm feeling, I'm feeling super tired at the moment. Did you know mm. what I think? I go, well, pff, that's it. Yeah. I'm dying. I'm tired. I must be dying. Well, we are all subject to entropy. You know, things fall apart. But I am. Do you know what happened to me the other day? We, we, we fall apart. You know, we don't fall apart. Life I'm... is suffering, as the Buddha would L- say. What do you mean the Buddha said life is suffering? That's, that's basically the whole, you know, basis, Buddha foundational did, truth of life is that it is suffering. Buddha did not say the, that life is suffering. Didn't he? No. I'm pretty sure he did, actually. No, no you're so mistaken. God, I'm so glad it's now me and you because you have so much to learn from me. It's oh, frightening. Okay. So listen, this is it. Well, to basically, do you know what happened to me the other day? This is how neurotic I am, okay? I was with my sort of girl, is she my girlfriend. Oh. Oh, Yes. Your girlfriend? I don't know if she's my girlfriend, but I, we, haven't, we haven't crossed that barrier still to this date. But anyway, whatever she may be, um, we were like talking today and I was like, and I was in the cinema and we were watching what movie? Oh my God, we were watching um, actually fucking sketchy ass movie. The new one with Joaquin Phoenix, brother of River Phoenix. <laughs> Joaquin <right>? Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Is that how Joaquin, it's pronounced? Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> That's his name, right? Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Uh, brother of the late River Phoenix. Down uh, yeah, by me. Good one knowledge. Of my, yeah. One of my greatest movies. Do you know where he died? River Phoenix yeah. died? Where? Outside uh, the uh, Viper Rooms. Ravenclaw. What? What? Outside the Viper Rooms. It's a club in LA. That's uh, not a club. Yeah, I think it, it's I think not, it was. It's a, it's a music bar if, you, if you're from LA. 
if you know if you know LA well, it's a music bar. Johnny Depp's actually music yeah. bar. Yeah, he died for an overdose on the street. Anyway, so not Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp didn't die, but his brother. Not his brother. It's his bar. You know what I'm trying to say, all right? His bro. <laughs> Yeah, it's not funny actually. So. I'm not laughing. You're just making me giggle. Why are you laughing? At- I'm not. We're never going to get Joaquin Phoenix on this podcast now. That ship sailed. <laughs> I had this. I had this the other day. So you doing a red herring? A red herring? <laughs> no, but it's true. It's not funny. What at do you all. mean a red herring? It's not funny at all. You mean a tangent? You know, a tangent. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know when you know when you're put in a situation where you shouldn't laugh and you just keep yeah. on laughing. I had that. I remember to this day my dad, and it, ever since then, whenever I'm told of awkward information, I, I, I have this sense of laughter coming to me. Not that it's funny at all. I just find mm. it for, for some reason I know I can't laugh, so I feel like I should laugh. Yeah. I remember my dad came in, and he, he had we had this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm laughing. It shouldn't be funny. We had this dog called Chevy. Called Chevy, right? My yeah, dad used like name, Chevrolet. Yeah, my dad named all of his dogs after cars. So we had Chevrolet. We had Cleo. We had uh, <laughs> Cleo. <laughs> why not Renault? That's actually a particular model. He was a really fa- a big fan of that particular model of Renault. <laughs> yeah, Renault. We also had Targa after Targ. Targ. Is it was a Porsche Targa? Targa? No, Targa. What was Never it? even heard of that one. No, and then we had Porsche. He's obviously into some quite niche vehicles. <laughs> vehicles. <laughs> we also had Porsche. Anyway, uh, Chevy was one of uh, my father's favourite dogs. And he came in and told me... What kind me of dog was it? It was a, a golden retriever. Mm. And Chevy had come in and Chevy had uh, bitten the electric wire in the farm and died. And he came and told me and he took me into the room and told me that Chevy had bitten the electric wire and died and I started laughing. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. Also, Targa was the worst. Targa, we we had some family friends come over who had um, like loads of brand new puppies and Targa ate one one of the puppies. What? Most awkward. I still remember I was about five years old and the lady came in screaming because Targa had eaten one of the puppies. (laughs) What, like actually fully eaten it? Eaten it. Eaten like the, swallowed it? Well, it killed and eaten a puppy, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It's like cannibalism. I mean, it's, yeah, pretty weird. Uh, my dog did that to one of my rabbits as well. Really? Oh, it was quite... We had a rabbit actually called Floppy, right, when we were a kid. We, and I really wanted Of course to... you did. Of course you did. What do you mean, of course I did? Such a cliche rabbit name. Floppy? How's yeah. Floppy a cliche rabbit name? Floppy is. Yeah, but that's why I call it Floppy. It's not a cliche. No one else calls that rabbit Floppy. To all our listeners, if you have a rabbit called Floppy, let us know, because no one has a rabbit called Floppy. It's actually very original. Everyone calls their son Francis. You are actually... Everyone? Just, well, not everyone, but a lot of people call them... I can think of loads of Francises. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Mark Francis. No, but that's not really. That's Okay. Um, I got another Francis. Francis... Bacon. Francis Bacon. There yeah. you go. Francis... <clears throat> Francis Well there are obviously two Francis Bacon. Yeah but you can so. also say lots of people go Oh I'm going to go to Francis this weekend mm, Yeah, Francis, Francis. Francis weekend, I mean right? there, there aren't many people called Francis Which is actually what, what I like about it Because you know It's more one of a More, more unique Unique <laughs> <laughs> So I was just drinking my Barocca at the time yeah. Anyway what was I saying So basically 
I went and watched this really horrible movie, right, called... I don't know what it's called, but it's with Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. And it's called um, I Am Still Here, or I Am Still Here. Oh, yeah, Still Here. Still Here. Okay, I went and watched this movie. It is pretty damn weird. It's basically, long story short, it's about Joaquin Phoenix, who's an ex-military man, Mm. which isn't really referenced... This is when he grew his beard. Yeah, he grew his beard. It's not really referenced at all, unless you read the blurb. If you go and watch me before, it goes, oh, this is like an uh, ex-military man who... Do you mean a veteran? Is that when you say he's an ex-military man? <laughs> yeah. yeah it says, he's a veteran. A, yeah, it says actually in the blurb he's a veteran. I just couldn't remember the word. He's an ex-military man. <laughs> he's, an, he's a veteran. And it says in the blurb he's a veteran and he loves violence and all these kind of things. If you watch the movie, there's no real reference to him being an ex a ve- a ve- <laughs> being a veteran. But he does. He likes An ex-veteran. And what it, does that make him? And he's not sure that he likes violence, but he goes around basically killing people with a hammer. I mean, mm. it's a very strange movie. Anyway, I watched when I watched this with Eloise. And as a guy, right, I think what you do, do you ever get this where you sit and you get your hands all comfy by putting them down downstairs? Do you ever do that? Do you do that when you're in tracks? No, but you do it. You've been in this podcast. No, I don't quite do frequently. it. Yeah. Well, I, I don't feel Yeah, my... but I, I guess when I'm, when I'm watching a movie, sometimes, you know, if it's cold, you know, Sometimes my hands get cold, so I put them not in my, just in my pockets. I put them there. Yeah. You put them in your pockets. Yeah, well, that's what a lot of people do. You're saying you're suggesting that you put it in your. You, I know it's kind of weird, but. <laughs> I just needed to get that off my chest. <laughs> Feels nice to really, you know. It's a weight off my shoulders, actually. <laughs> okay, when I get when I get sort of, I suppose I want to warm myself up, and I don't know why why guys do it. I have no idea. And if you if you're a listener out there and you are one of the guys who do this, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But guys, for some reason, they sit down, they're relaxed, they're wearing like sweatpants or whatever it is. I've never said sweatpants in my entire tracksuit bottoms, sweats. <laughs> yeah, I wear my sweatpants, and um, I go and put my hands uh, next to my genitals, right? Because it's warm, and that's what I just do. Yeah, I don't it's think it's actually any- kind of gross because I'm sharing popcorn with and you're like Eloise, and it's just actually. I don't think up. anyone's going to shake your hand after this podcast. <laughs> no, I don't always do it. I just, I just occasionally it goes down there. Occasionally, frequently. <laughs> anyway, I was on in, the tube. I was, I was in the, I was in the cinema, and I put my hand down. This is me being neurotic. Put my hand down, and I was sort of just. Whatever. You always do it before meetings, don't you? <laughs> I don't. I never do it before meetings. When I'm, you're late for a meeting, so you have to. <laughs> no, I never do it. If you ever go for a meeting, I don't know why I'm trying to like. <laughs> Listen, if any of you, ever I go for a meeting with you, I never do this. Anyway, I put my hand down, and I and I felt what I thought was a lump on my my left ball. Right, I thought this was, it was a, a piece of popcorn. <laughs> It wasn't a piece of popcorn, no. no. But I felt this lump, and I and honestly, you know, when you're sort of like giggling and laughing, then suddenly yeah. you, you feel something. Suddenly, it goes from such emotion, like uh, like heightened, like whatever, to such like a, the, the 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 emotion change almost gives you a heart attack. You're like, yeah. So suddenly, I was like, oh my god, I've got a lump of the, the adrenaline. The dump. adrenaline kicks in, so I had to. I didn't even say anything to Eloise. I was watching. You just me. left. Her. I just left. I had to go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom, and I was like, what is this? And I and I and I like checked out this thing on my left ball and I was like it, this is it I've got it it's, it's 100% it's cancer I've got, I've got cancer on my ball oh, no. so I went back into the cinema and called Eloise out 
of the cinema. And also, it's not one of the cinemas where we're like sitting on the end of the row. We're fully in the middle. We're like in the middle. There's, you know, people around. <laughs> so, wait, us. So, so you had to like call to her down through the row no, and say, I went- Eloise, you've got to come with me. I've got testicular cancer. <laughs> And, listen, and everyone was like, shh. <laughs> also, to all of our listeners, listen, you know, firstly, uh, it's obviously a very, very big subject. One in two people do are diagnosed in the UK with cancer. Um, actually, uh, one in two. One in two people now mm. are diagnosed with cancer. So it's a big thing. But everyone, Half you know, the population. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Half the point, 50%, yeah. At some point, diagnosed with cancer. So it's, it's an important <clears throat> thing to talk about. And obviously, um, secondly, you know, we all have, Francis, me and you both, we know That's friends. quite a frightening statistic, if that's true. But It I, is true, 100%. It is 100% true. Can we get a fact check on that? Just? Yeah, well, I just did. So, and the great thing is I just did uh, Bake Off, which is on at the moment stand up for Stand Up with Cancer. So if you do want to go and donate, you can go onto uh, the Bake Off website and there's a fundraiser pack you can download. And it what is you can, true. That and, is true. And you can go and do your own bake sale and then you can donate to Standard Cancer and it's a really great call so if you do do that thank you so much and and take this opportunity to make an appointment with your doctor and just go get yourself checked out yeah prostate testicles heart you you always like lungs you like your prostate being checked out don't you uh no I mean I've never had it properly checked out i probably should get it checked out you know anyway so everyone I, should because even even now people are getting younger and younger who are developing prostate cancer yeah with the truth anyway so i obviously then started freaking out so i came back into the cinema and and, and i was like why well, this is it so i then start ushering i have to climb back over people to get start to ushering the, people <laughs> I stop. not even employed by the cinema and you're like your seat is over there sir <laughs> You are on fire today, brother. Anyway, we start. Uh, I start crying back over people getting into the middle of the thing. Also, at the very beginning of the cinema, not only had we, you know, we were sort of joking around, and as you do, we were playing like flirty stuff, so we annoy people around us. Eloise had passed me the popcorn, uh, like basically upside down, so all of the popcorn had gone on the floor. <laughs> so Eloise. Throughout, so, so throughout the movie, we're constantly like crunching on the stuff, and <laughs> so we're making noise anyway. I then leave, I come back, and I climb over people to get back into the middle. And Elle is sitting there, and I go, Oh, look, you, you got to come with me you gotta I need to show you something and she was like no I'm watching the movie and I'm like no please come so we're sort of making whispering hustles I then do that thing which guys do where you go oh, fine I'll just go so I go to leave I go like three chairs further down and then turn around and come back go no please come please come so it's this awkward thing where if you're sitting at the back or like further behind us you can just see two shadows kind of yeah. going up and down in front of the, the on the screen on the screen pretty much because we're sort oh of going God. up and down anyway I managed you to get, ruined the film for everyone I managed to get her outside she didn't even see the end well no this is what happened we, I managed to take her outside and we go around the corner and, we, and I can't take her into the men's bathroom so we go into the disabled <laughs> bathroom okay we go into the disabled bathroom I take her in and I say look look I think I have a lump on my ball. You're going to have to check. Meanwhile, Eloise and I... She's I, not a 
qualified doctor. Yeah, I know, but I just needed the reassurance. Anyway, I was like, I got a lump in my voice. She's like, no, you don't. I was like, I do. And, you know, we've been dating, what, two months. It's quite an intense thing. You know when you have sex as, like, a, a couple, right, when you're first dating? You first, you, you, when is the time that you suddenly start having sex in, like, the light? You don't really do it that early on. It's normally, you're normally kind of drunk. You're normally doing it in pitch black because <laughs> you don't really want to see each other. So to literally stand there and, like... <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Do you not know that? Do you not have that? If you start in pitch black, <laughs> I think people know you don't have that. Okay, we've got, we've no, got no, all like, of our friends well, around like candlelight, us. maybe. Bit, bit, bit of, I think I want to just a quick candlelight's be- much much more uh, favorable than pitch black. I mean, just that's like an room, insult. Just from her. the room. Just from so the you're room. You're like insulting. No, her. it's not insulting. Sorry, just- I'm just going to turn the lights <laughs> off, Eloise. <laughs> just from I the room. Look at you. Just from the room. Don't be offended, but I'm going to have sex in pitch black. (laughs) With you. (laughs) With anyone else. My (laughs) ex-girlfriend, we were at that point where I could see, I could look at her. (laughs) (laughs) No, but listen, I want to have, like, we got our friends in the room. Producers and all, and I want to get from the room. So, guys, do you, just a quick yes. If you, if you, if you know what I'm quick talking yes. about, if you, if you know what I'm talking about, say yes now. Yeah. Okay, so we had one, and if we don't know what we're talking about, say no. No. Guys, no. uh, <laughs> me and you then. I think that's so unfair. You guys are made for each other. <laughs> We just have sex in the dark the entire time. It'd be great. No, listen. Okay, no fine. one has to know. <laughs> it's not the fact that it's in fully darkness. It's just you know, it's not in broad daylight. You know what I mean? That's what I'm basically trying okay. to say. Because you're a little bit. You're not. You're not. Anyway, Eloise and I are very comfortable with each other. Incredibly comfortable. Um, anyway, went to the this disabled bathroom and I, you know, it's like it's a Sunday evening and I'm freaking out and I have to get. It's dark enough. <laughs> I have to get my my balls and, and penis out, right? I have to get out so within a check. And I go, let's see, it's definitely here. And, and she then has to fondle my my balls to try and find this lump. Anyway, so we go, we go around, we're checking it out. All of Wait, us, was this outside? No, this was in the disabled bathroom in the <laughs> cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of our stuff is still in the cinema. Anyway, she finally finds, like, she finally finds the place which I think is the lump of my ball. And she goes, Jamie, that is not... A lump. And I and I go, no, this is definitely a lump. She goes, no, it's not. It's a pimple. <laughs> I went, what? Oh, so no. anyway, I, I checked. I checked. On, checked. on your testicle. <laughs> yeah, I checked. <laughs> the story's got worse. Turns out it was a lump, but I had a pimple on my testicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even on my testicle. It was just on the, it was on the sack. Oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't think that allows you to use the disabled loo, actually. <laughs> Oh, okay, right, listen uh, We're going to keep the format exactly the same As we always do in private parts Because we love you listeners <clears throat> So Francis, uh, we need the question of the week, buddy And it's only me to answer it But please, Francis Bull Well, I mean, actually The, the question of the week Is great this week So Okay, I can't um, wait Tell me Okay, it's going to be great Okay what is the lifespan of the common goldfish? Well, it has a memory of three seconds, you know that. 
That's not the question. Yeah, but I'm just saying it has a. You know, do you know, I got a little question for you? Did you know that the shape of food? I do the questions around here. <laughs> yeah, but I got one for you. It's not even a question. It's just it's just a fact. Well, then that's not a question, is it? <laughs> well, it's not a question. It's just related. It's just, you're, you're telling me a fact. I'm going to tell you a fact. All right. You just don't have to guess the answer. I'm going to you can tell up. me a fact. Okay, well, the fact is... is I'll be the arbiter of whether it is or not. Abattoir? Arbiter. Abattoir? No, no, no. Don't worry about it. It's, it's, it's a word for, you know, next year. Well, anyway, supposedly, if you, <clears throat> if you eat chocolate or something sweet in a different shape so for example if I gave you a thing of dairy milk in a heart you know dairy milk in a square Mm. and a circle the circle would taste sweeter than the one in a square the shapes actually determine your mind psychologically it makes it taste different well no actually because a circle has I guess more surface area on your tongue well hello there yeah you, look how smug you are. He's sitting, to all of our listeners, he's sitting at the other end of the table I'm right not. now. He's sitting at the other end of the table right now. So smug because he doesn't know that. He's just figured it out in his head. And do you know what, actually? If you, if you have, uh, the best way to eat chocolate is to have a, um, a, a chocolate shaped in, uh, in your, the shape of your tongue so that it just goes, fits right over your tongue, almost like a Pringle. That would be the best way to have ch- chocolate, like a little... You know you can set fire to Pringles. You can actually set fire to a Pringle. Probably set fire to anything. No, you can't Apart set... Weed- from, yeah, even water you can. No, you can't. Yeah, hydrogen bomb. Okay, fine. Uh, the answer to the question of the week is how long... How, what is the lifespan of a goldfish? The lifespan of a goldfish, I would say, is probably be about... In, in months, I would say about 15 months. 15 months, okay. Yeah. All right, well... We shall see in part two. Well, listen, also, the reason is I haven't written my diary this week. Oh. What? Well, I mean, I'm, I, I can't, I'm not even surprised anymore. No, because do you know what? The world is my diary. And every single morning... <laughs> the, world, the world is your diary? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the world is my diary. Right. So every single morning I wake up and I read the news. And you should get that printed on a T-shirt. <laughs> the world is my diary. It's true. Every single time I wake up in the morning, I wake up... I do this thing where I go... Oh. Morning, everyone. Not, not everyone. Just, 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 <laughs> God, you have a kinky lo- sex life. <laughs> I say morning to myself, and I, I go straight onto my phone and I read the news. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What what news do you read? Well, I read the news, and that's you know my diary. So, so I you know that's your diary. That's yeah. not your diary. That's the world's diary. No, it's not at all. Mm, yeah. well, so, so shall I read you my first day of my diary? <clears throat> okay. not my, I didn't write this. What news do you read? <clears throat> well, because... I'll, I'll read you one, Ray. All right. This is the first one that I, I, I read. Okay. Mm-hmm. Physical perfection is a myth. Newly single Selena Gomez posts a beautiful message of empowerment as she poses in bikini on a yacht day with pals. So, yeah, I mean, that's... Not really. Isn't that what's called the sidebar of shame? No, it's not. It's not the sidebar of shame. That's my, look. She's bouncing back from her split with childhood sweetheart, Justin Bieber, but Selena Gomez has nothing but positivity in mind when she posted a bikini video accompanied by an empowering message about beauty on Monday. Yes, Selena. See that? You wake up in the morning, you read that, you go, now I can do my week. So you don't read proper news. That is proper news. How is that not news? That's news. That Mm. is news. Well, I mean, I guess it's celebrity news. It's not not celebrity news. I mean, do you know what's going on? With Russia at the moment? It's very cold. Yeah. I mean, do you... Any, beast from the East. Do you it's know... Not even, it's not even... For them, it's not the beast from the East. It's just the, the, the beast, because they're in know, the East. Do you know uh, what... Um, do you know what uh, David Davis 
what deal David Davis reached with uh, Michelle Barnier over the EU today. Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama, no. the ex, ex first lady. No, I mean I don't know if you're actually just pretending to be this. Well, uninformed. I, so we're, we're fine. Listen, what, okay, yeah, Michelle Davis. No, Michelle Barnier. Michelle Barnier. 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 Like Garnier, but with a B. Because you're worth it. Yeah. Is that L'Oreal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. He's he's actually. I know. I know G- Jennifer Garner. That's like Garnier. Yeah. Yeah. Are you just name dropping there? Or? I, don't <laughs> I don't know. Think, I, don't, I don't think you I don't do know. know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hold on. We're going back to yours. This is my second bit of news that I, that I read today. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. My diary. <clears throat> Whoever called it morning sickness undersold it. Vogue Williams reveals pregnancy struggles before fiance Spencer Matthews admits she nearly cancelled his Disney proposal. Wow. Wait, cancelled? Yeah. What do you mean? They proposed? Where do they propose? At Disneyland? No, they, they didn't propose at Disney. They proposed at the uh, Lion King. Ah, uh, <laughs> at, oh, at the Lion King musical. She told the publication it was very hard. At five weeks, I started to feel sick, and whoever said it's morning sickness clearly undersold it. It was all day sickness and sickness during the night, and was generally just unwell. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that is, I guess, hard hitting news. It is hard hitting news. This is the stuff that you know. This is the stuff that if you wake up in the morning and you read it, it actually just feels you know fills you with kind of feels good, right? Yeah, I mean, I I haven't read it. I still feel fine. So oh, you don't. Yeah. What do you read when you get up in the morning? What do you read? Honestly. So the Francis Bull. He wakes <clears> up in the morning. What do you do straight away? Go. You're woken up. I read. I read the Spectator. No, you don't read. What do you? What, what yeah, noise do you make when you wake up? <gasps> <laughs> what? You wake up from a nightmare. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You wake up from a nightmare. No, no, no. It's sort of noise like. And then I'm Katie, so I go, hey, um, morning, boo. <laughs> she doesn't call me boo. <laughs> she doesn't call you, oh, sorry. Hey, morning, morning. No, no normally she's... She, morning, booly boo. No, no, it depends. Well... Ah, uh, morning, Frankie Fruncy. One of us will wake up first and go downstairs, so we don't wake the other person Oh, up. you wake her up and make her go downstairs. Cook me some eggs. <laughs> That's what you say every well, morning. no, just make me some coffee. I don't eat <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so I'll I'll, I'll go downstairs and she, she'll usually have already made. You'll go down where? Coffee. So then I will sit and read the paper and then the uh, Spectator. Who gets the paper? You don't get it delivered. Yeah, we do. You don't get. Yeah, it de- we do. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, we do. <laughs> do you actually? Yeah. You get it delivered. Yeah. Who delivers it? The postman. No. Well, there's a. Postman paper There's delivery. a paper boy. There's yeah. not a pa- there's not a paper boy that cycles around the Pusey Vales chucking newspapers at you. There, there is actually. What's his name? Yeah, I have no idea. Well, you should find out his name because it's very rude. Do you not give him like a Christmas card or something like that? I'm, it may actually be the postman. I don't know. I've never actually seen it delivered. It's just there because <laughs> it's a mythical paper. It doesn't actually arrive by owl. How no, does it get there? Papers. Yeah. Well, actually, the, the Spectator arrives by post. Yeah. Okay, so the spec. I can understand that you don't get the Times or the Daily Mail yeah. delivered to you by paper boy. No, I don't get the Daily Mail. <laughs> Oh, because you read it on your phone. No, oh, no, I, I get I get the Times and the Telegraph. I like to, you know, straddle the the, the two T's. Yeah, that's what I get. I get the two T's in the morning as well. Uh, actually, I try to read it. I try to read everything because I think you know it's good to, it's good to treat every um, paper like it knows something you don't, and then you you read everything with an open mind to potentially being persuaded. You're just so open. Mm. Anyway, on that note, I think that's the end of part one because if we keep going, we're just going to keep going into the endless abyss. Yeah. 
So to all of our listeners, uh, please stick around for part two because we freaking love you. By the way, our listeners, I say it all the time, but you guys are so badass. Yeah, we, we know. Every, we know. Every single one of you. Well, actually, you. We're, we're speaking to you right now. Oh, you've been taught well when you talk actually to the listener. You, you right now. Look listening. around. You sitting. With, no, we'll see this. You sitting on that red seat driving that that's Volvo. That's too specific. Okay, we'll do another one. You sitting there eating that Snickers with a green hat on, Jason. That's yeah, not. We're that, talking about you. Okay. And you. No, do one more. No, no, not you. And you there sitting next to your little sister giggling away because we're thinking, talking about you. Yeah, we're talking about you. What's his name? <laughs> I can't think of Alexander. Yeah. 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 Shit, he's like, how did he know me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, stick around part two because we're going to have the lie detector test, which is actually a shock if you lie. It's actually a real electric shock, which we're going to do on Francis and myself. We're going to have Francis's diary and we're going to read out some comments and tweets and all those things on social media. We love you. See you in part two. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.